This podcast is part of E2C Network, where we share the whole Auburn experience. War Eagle Auburn fans, and welcome to Tiger Tracks, your source for Auburn cross-country and track and field news and discussion. I'm your host, Jessica Loomis, and I am here with my wonderful husband, Kyle, to discuss the FSU Relays meet, which took place March 23rd and 24th. We are back a little bit early, just like some of our times this week, a lot faster. We made our lap around the week to the next episode a little bit quicker. This is like, you know, we usually get these out at the end of the week. This is the beginning of the that week that was, you're hearing this. That was so bad. It was, that was, it was a good analogy for a podcast about track and field. That was like track. a dad joke analogy. But I'm not even a dad yet. Well, you are the cat, so I mean... That's true. That's cat true. dad. They're not very fast, especially the one that's sleeping right now. She's, no, she's she, fast. She couldn't get around the, the track very fast, you know, but we did. She would be a good hammer throw. She's like a little ball. Talk, I was about to say, you talk about her the being the hammer yeah, part of it? Yeah, Is it called a hammer? I don't know. Why is it called a hammer throw if it's a ball? You feel like if it's a hammer throw, you would throw a hammer. Just you like know, sling that around and just... Maybe, maybe back in the old days they did. They threw hammers? And then back somebody got, you know clipped in the head and so they quit doing that yes because a giant heavy ball is much more safe <laughs> than throwing <laughs> at least it's round so track and field here we are here we are fsu relays so obviously this was in fsu so in tallahassee florida <sighs> yeah it's 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 the place down there you know. so yeah fsu is traditionally kind of like arkansas one of those really big track and field schools mm-hmm. um it's just one of those. It's a regular event that we go to, if not every year, almost every year. Yes. Especially in outdoor season for, for specifically, obviously, it's called the Relays, the Florida State Relays, but for other events as well. Yeah, and it was called the Relays, and I'm a little confused why it was called the Relays, because there were only two relay events, but there's only the 4 by one and the 4 by 4 So that was odd. It was also a much smaller meet this year at the FSU Relays, relays than it was in the past. And we don't have any, like reasons that we could find out right yeah why is the why that nothing was. i don't I, I didn't see any bad weather i did i have no idea but it was a pretty small meet with most events having anywhere between like five and 15 competitors so this which is, is abnormal this isn't going to be one of those situations where jessica reads off the 100 meter run and is like good lord look at those numbers right in terms of, so, of participants the positive is that you're going to see a lot of athletes scoring points yes and you know getting on the podium exactly. which is what kyle loves yeah but we also see a lot of personal records which what? is what i love the boring stuff so i'm, I'm not kidding I'm it kidding, was kidding. It, it was worth going. It was a wonderful meet for Auburn. It just, I just need to throw it out there that it was a smaller meet. Yeah. And listen, we're early in the season too. So yes. this is. And the next meet that they go to is a huge meet. So. Another relay event. We'll talk, we'll mention that at the end of the show though. Yeah. So Kyle, why don't you hit us off with some highlights and the, in my opinion, the biggest highlight is right at the front. Yep. Dontavious Hill. Now remember we talked about how he, and I think he even said this in his own words, somewhat of a disappointing end to indoor season for himself, but he has just come out on a tear to start off. Absolutely killed it. Outdoor season. So here, starting off our highlights, Dontavious Hill got the nation's highest men jump mark for outdoor. What? What's a men jump mark? Men's high jump. Did I not say that? No, you said men jump mark. Just just (laughs) roll with it. It happens. Men's high jump mark of the season thus far. His jump was 2.24 meters and also a personal best and also got him the gold medal at this particular event. So just as a reminder, for his outdoor finale at the championships, he jumped 2.13 meters, which is nothing to scoff at. That's a great jump. 2.24 meters here. His previous personal best was 2.23 meters. So 
really, really excited for him. On a tear to start off uh, this season. That's going to be exciting to see what he can do the rest of the season. Another big name we're used to talking about in this particular area of huge success, Maddie Malone gets her first appearance of outdoor season, at least in the hammer throw. And Eric, he, she won that. And then Eric Ebel also won the men's side of the hammer bro- throw too. On the men also, Kyle Moisson and Kyle Brown, the Kyles as I like to call them, my, <laughs> my bros, uh, also finished second and third in that same event. So that means a podium sweep. Yes, which, which I love. Kyle loves. I think, I honestly think I love a podium sweep more than just individual gold, silvers, and bronzes. Well, do you want to talk about the next one? Because there's another podium. Oh, uh, let's do it. We got Rhiannon Held and Lexi Leonweber placing first and second in the pole vault, on, and both were PRs for them, new PRs. And then also Alyssa Kiona's Mixon finished third, which gives you a second podium suite of the meet. So like I said, that's See? to me, that's like a hat trick. You know, like you hear in hockey and soccer, stuff like that, the, the you just take the whole dang thing. It is. It was so nice looking at the results and seeing Auburn, Auburn, Auburn. It's like, wow, this is awesome. It was really awesome. So we had Janiah Jones. She won the women's long jump. Hannah Tarwater won the women's 5,000 meter and got a PR of 16 minutes, 55.89 seconds. Um, Azim Fahimi and Shiante Klinkscale, they both won their 100 meter dash races Shante earned a new PR also mm-hmm. with a time of 11.33 seconds. Yeah, and you, of course you've got to talk about this one here. This is the, Oh, the, the 400 meter was another sweep. Yeah. So we had Ashante Harvey, Ariana Sharp, and Amira Sharp placing first, second, and third in the 400 meter. I can't take all the podium sweeps. Thank you. Like, that's not fair. Thank they, you. They, everybody else needs to celebrate podium sweeps with me. And lastly, for our highlights, Louis O'Loughlin won the 800 meters. So what you've heard in... These highlights is a lot of golds, podium sweeps, and kind of what we said at the beginning. Just keep in mind about this particular event. Maybe it was a little bit smaller. And just based on our assumptions, you know, somewhat informed, maybe it could be a little bit more informed, but what we can gather, maybe the competition level was a little bit lower, but it's still early However, in the season. However, doesn't take even away. if it was lower, there are so many PRs, yes. which proves why I love track and field. You don't need heavy competition to get a PR. Yes. You, on your own, with your own mental and physical strength, can get a PR, no, regardless of your that. competition. Do you see what I mean? Like, if you go out and play basketball by yourself, you can't score the highest number of free throws because you're not playing a full game by yourself. But... You can run one race with an eight and in the 800 meter, they're still gonna run it if there's one athlete, and you can still get a PR no matter what. I'm still trying to process that basketball analogy she threw out there to see if she was right, but you can't score the most free throws if you don't got a whole basketball team out there. You could if you were the only one out there out to play. There is a scenario where everybody else fouls out and you're the only one left to play. There's actually been, but what I'm saying, but you have to, but you have to have you have to start with five. Sure, okay, okay. Do you see what I'm saying? I'm just I'm digging holes in your logic right now. That's all I'm trying to do. This is not Swiss cheese. I am Munster. What? (laughs) Start with the just go. (laughs) That would just happen right now. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice. Quick strategic thinking is crucial, and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown, and through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Okay, now we're going to go through 
all of the highlights here as quickly as we can, mentioning a few of these highlights um, that we already mentioned, but we're going to go through the whole list here. We'll start on the men's side of competition. The men's 100-meter dash, Azim Fami. First overall, as we mentioned, out of 10 competitors, 10.32 was his time on that run. Next up, the men's 110-meter hurdles, Trey Reynolds. Finished seventh out of seven. 14.71 seconds was his time, which was his best time of the season thus far. Absolutely. For the men's 800 meter, we had Louis O'Loughlin, like we said, placing first out of 12 competitors with a time of 1 minute 50.9 seconds. Then we had Rex Green placing fifth in 1 minute 53 seconds. And Davis Plowden placing eighth in 1 minute 53.4 seconds. All three of those guys are very close together, especially Rex and Davis on the back end, only separated by 0.4. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, for the men's 1500, this was a really big event. 17 competitors. <laughs> so everybody settle down Calm now. Calm down Calm now. Down. So we had Dustin Lewis placing fourth with a time of 3 minutes 53.6 seconds. Hayden Judge placing fifth in 3 minutes 53.9 seconds. And Benson Adkins placing 16th in 4 minutes 10.4 seconds. You have to take the next one. I mean, it's, it's, oh, it's relays. Oh, the 4x4. Four four. <laughs> of course, the relay, my favorite event. Your men's 4x400 team, they placed first out of five teams with a relay time of 3 minutes 11.7 seconds, which is almost four seconds faster than the last time they ran this relay last meet. So the relay team was made up of Luke Roberts, Matthew Rainier, Motilel Mpoke, and John Stevens. So if you think about this, Kyle, four seconds, that's a second per athlete, Mm -hmm. technically, which could be like a handoff. That's why I always say handoffs win relays. Yeah, it's, it's why it's such an important and intricate event because there's more than just running going on here. Absolutely. Timing, obviously precision with hand-eye coordination, all of that stuff is going on in this particular event. Let's break into some throwing events. We'll start with the men's discus. We got three people to talk about here. Matthew Ruff finished seventh out of 14 with a throw of 49.16 meters. Ethan Richter, eighth overall, 48.81 meters. John Murray, 10th overall, 46.07 meters. All of those throws were their best throws of the season. It is so interesting that all of them did better than the meet before. Right. And so I think that's a good thing to bring up again with what you mentioned. Even though we are assuming this meet was smaller, maybe, maybe just less competition, you still see them improving individually. That's my point. That's why track and field is awesome. It it is a pretty awesome sport. (laughs) I do a podcast with you about it, so I guess I've learned to appreciate it. Uh, The other throwing event uh, I'm going to mention here, the men's hammer throw. A lot of these people we've already mentioned, but we'll run through it again for the whole thing. Eric Ebel won it out of 10 competitors, 67.10 meters. Kyle Moisson second, 65.99 meters. Kyle Brown third, sweeping the podium, 64.42 meters. And then we also had John Leonard finished eighth out of those 10 with a throw of 50.51 meters. For the men's high jump, like we talked about, Dontavious Hill with that nation's best mark so far, placing first with a jump of 2.24 meters. TJ Funches placing fourth in 2.07 meters, which is also an improvement for him as well from last meet. Alex Spiridonidis placing fifth in 2.02 meters, and Matthew Kless placing sixth in 1.97 meters. What I don't want to be lost here is obviously Dontavious is bomb. He's just awesome. Right. But TJ, you know, he'll jump up there and win a high jump meet too. And so you can see he's, you know, finished fourth overall here. But as you already pointed out, he improved too. So if these two guys continue to improve together, we could be pretty dominant at the high jump at the end of the season. 
Um, for the men's javelin, we only had one competitor. We had John Murray um, placing third out of three athletes with a throw of 56.48 meters. Moving on to some jumping events, the men's long jump, Michael May, eighth out of 15, 6.86 meters. David Edmondson, 10th out of 15, 6.79 meters. Men's pole vault, Matthew Asplin finished first out of two, just two competitors. I mean, wow. <laughs> 4.90 meters was his pole vault uh, mark. For the men's shot put, we had Ethan Richter placing third out of nine competitors with a throw of 17.30 meters. Grant Griffin placing fourth and 17.29 meters. And Matthew Ruff placing fifth with a throw of 17.14 meters. That's better for all those athletes as well. One thing I will point out here as we move into the women's thing, uh, today as we're recording this, they came out with the rankings for track and field. The men are not currently ranked in the top 25, but the ladies, as we're transitioning to them, are ranked inside the top 10, I believe number nine overall. That's so, very exciting. You know, when you got you know names like Maddie Malone, Mara Hewalt, and others thrown in there, you're going to rank pretty high. It <laughs> is. Well, and then you've got the Sharp Sisters. Sharp Sisters. Ashanti Harvey. Team, I like, mean, you know, it's, yes, we are really point heavy in our field events mm -hmm. but the track stars are coming up too well that's the reason you're able to see them up rank so high is because it's not just one area exactly. of the track and field team doing well the others are meeting them in some degree and i think that's where a lot of teams fall short because you might have a school with a really good throwing coach mm -hmm. or a really good jumping coach yep. but here at auburn we have a lot of good coaches in all the different aspects, and it's really showing this year in everything that they're doing. Yep. So let's start with the women. I'll start off with the women's 100 meter. Like I said before, we had Shantae Klinkscale placing first out of 15 competitors in that 100 meter with her fastest time of the outdoor season of 11.33 seconds. Then we had Nia Benton Andrews placing sixth with her fastest of the season as well in 11.79 seconds. The women's 100 meter hurdles, Ashanti Harvey, ninth out of 12, 14.21 seconds. That is her fastest time of the year thus far. Followed up by Esther Diza Imbelolo, 12th out of 12, 14.95 was her time. Women's 200 meter, Nia Benton Andrews again, third out of 20 competitors there. Her best time of the year, 23.94. Four seconds. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. For the women's 400 meter, we had five competitors from Auburn out of eight athletes. So our, our probability of scoring high is really I was, good. I would hope so. <laughs> um, also, can we just call them the A squad? Like, because they are A plus in my heart. Or just the but sharp squad. Everybody, no, we've got Miss Harvey and Miss Ockpan. I think they'd be but fine to call the sharp squad. they all start with A's. I love that. So we have Ashanti Harvey placing first out of the eight competitors with a time of 53.21 seconds. Ariana Sharp placing second, 53.28 seconds. Amira Sharp placing third, 53.37 seconds, her fastest of the outdoor season. 
Abasiano Akpan placing fourth, 54.26 seconds, and Ariel Sharp placing seventh with her fastest of the outdoor season, 57.37 seconds. So put that in perspective, folks. We swept the podium, but we also took fourth too. We nearly yeah. all five of our people took one through five. Yeah. We got really close to that. Can I, can I, you know, throw in a name change? I love the A team or whatever you called it. Uh, what about the A sharp team? Like, you know, music, A sharp, because the sharp sisters. Okay, I'm not getting much support. That was on that. that was so corny. It was good. I, you liked it, didn't you? I did. That, it, that was, was good. That it wasn't was too bad. It wasn't too bad. I'm just. I just love that they've got each other to train with. I love everything about this. Yeah. I mean, I really am excited to see what they'll continue to do the rest of the season. Yeah. Women's 1500. We got Jean Kotze, second out of 24, four minutes, 27.2 seconds. Hallie Porterfield, uh, fifth overall, four minutes, 33.5 seconds. And then Haley Marston, seventh out of 24, four minutes, 41.3 seconds. The 5,000 meter run, the big one. Hannah Tarwater. Ran this one and won it first overall out of 14 competitors, 16 minutes, 55.9 seconds. And then Hannah Thuss, not too far behind, in fourth, 17 minutes, 26.0 seconds. Their first time competing in that this season. So moving on to the women's 4x4, obviously we had a lot of athletes that were able to run this. The A-sharp team, as I like to Yes. So this time the team was made up of Ariana Sharp, Amira Sharp, Ashanti Harvey, and Abasiano Akpan. So they placed first out of the four teams that competed and had their season best time of three minutes, 36.0 seconds, which is f- wow. about five and a half I'll, seconds faster. I was about to say, that's, that's pretty significant, isn't it? It is significant. And again, yeah, handoffs, you know, everything. It's it's everything. Five seconds is nothing to scoff at. This is like the best meet for you. It's it got really relays is. in the name and they did well in the relays. Yes, exactly. So moving on to our field event for the ladies, our final things to discuss. We had, ha, huh, we're going to discuss the discus. Oh my gosh. So we had Mara no. Hewalt placing third out of 14 competitors with her throw of 54.66 seconds and then megan hogg placing seventh with her season best of 44.77 meters mm-hmm. the hammer throw a lot of people to talk about here obviously headlined by some people we've already mentioned maddie malone winning it out of 12 competitors 68.78 uh, meters again her first time this season competing so we'll see how that progresses Daniel Gregory got second, 57.35 meter throw, which is her best of the season. Mara Hewalt in fourth, 55.81 meters. Mackenzie Patton, eighth overall, 42.07 meters, her best. And then Louisa Bonner, 11th, 31.51 meter throw. We also got the high jump now to talk about. Kamaya Dindi, uh, third out of six, with her best jump of the season thus far, 1.69 meters. For the women's javelin, we had four competitors, actually. So Shania Holly placed second out of 12 competitors. So getting that silver medal with a throw of 47.63 meters. Maddie Roberts placing sixth with a throw of 42.49 meters. Both Shania and Maddie had their th- farthest throw of the season. almost said fastest throw. That's, yeah. <laughs> I was going to let it go to you my moment. Um, Paula Gravul, Gravagul? Gravogel, I think is how we that's say it. That's probably much better. That's, Gravogel. I mean, that's what I'm here for. for Sorry, Paula. Um, placing seventh with a throw of 37.88 meters. And Catherine Ratliff placing eighth, 36.72 meters. The women's long jump, Janiah Jones won it. We already mentioned that. 6.28 meters, her best by 0.20 meters on the season thus far. Amy Warner in third out of these 11 uh 6.04 meters, her best. And then Shantoba Bright, 
fourth out of 11, 5.89 meter jump, her best. So not only did they all just do a great job getting first, third, and fourth, each improved in this particular meet. Women's pole vault, Rhiannon held, we've mentioned her, first overall out of five, 3.95 meter jump. Lixie Leonweber, second out of five, 3.95 as well. Both of those are best in the season for them. And then Alyssa, Alyssa Kionis-Mixon, who we've already mentioned, third out of the five, sweeping the podium, 3.65 meters. And for our final two events, we had women's shot put with Mara Hewalt placing second out of 14 competitors with a throw of 16.35 meters, Megan Hogg placing seventh in 14.25 meters, and Louisa Bonner placing eighth in 14.01 meters. So one thing I would be interesting here, Mara was just a little bit less than her first throw in the season and got second place. I wonder how far off the first place person was from her getting that. I mean, because, you know, she's been doing a lot of good things this season, yeah. so I'm just not that second obviously second place is great second place is amazing it's, it's great but i'm just curious since she was just slightly lower than her first throw how far off she was from winning that thing yeah it's a great question for the women's triple jump we had amy warren placing first out of six competitors with a jump of 12.96 meters her best jump of the season then Janiya jones placing fourth with a jump of 12.06 meters and shantoba bright placing fifth in 11.94 meters mm-hmm so this is the end of the Florida State Relays. We're now moving on to the Texas Relays, where they say everything's bigger, and we're anticipating. I mean, literally bigger everything's meet. bigger. I don't understand why this is a four-day meet, a meet that starts on Wednesday. Yes. Four days. Which is why we're so, doing this episode earlier than normal. That's true. Because we didn't want to get too far behind. But I'm really anticipating a lot of competitors. That, and so just by nature of more competitors, you would think the competition is going to be a little bit tougher. Yep. We'll find out if that holds true, but it'll be really interesting to see, like, for the relay team especially, obviously going to the Texas relays, mm-hmm. how they're going to stack up against more competition, right. maybe better competition. Right. Too. Yeah. I really look forward to talking about the Texas relays. So. War Eagle. Eagle. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode on the E2C Network. On your way out, I want to remind you to stop by E2Cnetwork.com. It's your one-stop shop for all our content across our podcast, YouTube channel, and much more. To stay up to date with us, make sure you're following social media accounts such as Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. While our content here may always be Auburn sports heavy, if it's orange and blue, It's what we do. War Eagle.